and welcome to a brand new episode of Creepy Podsta, the Creepy Podsta podcast. Uh, I still insist on calling the episodes brand new, even though obviously it's brand new if you're listening to it on the day it's released, or it's not brand new. There's no reason for me to say that. I'm rambling at the top again. Uh, the, yeah, well, we're gonna just get right into the episode, enough of the rambling. Uh, I'm Jeff, I'm your host. What we do on this show is we talk about creepypastas, which are horror stories, what come from the internet, like, uh, your various Slendermen, uh, or perhaps your friend told you about an episode of Fairly Odd Parents where they all died. Those are all definite possibilities about a thing a creepypasta could be. They're called that for a complicated reason. Google it. Anyway, I have two fantastic guests with me. Uh, they are the hosts of the Sister Time podcast. I have with me cartoonist Abby Howard Hello. and her sister, Maddie Howard. I see Abby gets top billing. Uh, I, I switch them. That's em. fine. I switch She's every time. Sister. It's cool. You'll get top billing next time. <laughs> see, uh, <laughs> I became aware of Abby when she became internet famous for being on a YouTube reality show called Strip Search, uh, which was very good, and I stayed compelled by it week after week. Uh, and when she talked on Twitter about having a sister, I assumed you were the younger sister because your Twitter bio says that you only made a Twitter to uh, harangue your sister Abby. Wait, <laughs> no, isn't that yeah. an older sibling thing? I guess it's all siblings, right? Yeah, I guess so. I just, like, I, I've i always felt like needling uh, your sibling is something younger siblings do. Like, hey, 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 hang out with me. Bring me to the mall with your friends. Oh, uh, no. The, the haranguing that I give to Abby is very different. It's along the lines of, like, you're Motherly. stupid and you'll never amount to anything, and God, oh, don't, no. <laughs> don't you wish you were me. Yeah, basically. Okay, so we have a story this week that I've been wanting to cover for a while, and it was, um... Uh, what's Kismet, if you're not Jewish? Um, let's just say Kismet, and I'll apologize if that, if I'm using that wrong to my Yiddish speaking friends, uh, <laughs> that, that I have you all as guests because this is a sort of the, uh, a forgotten movie from, uh, childhood, uh, and on the Sister Time podcast, you all cover exactly that. Things from childhood that no one remembers that are usually bad or dumb or from Canada. So uh, we aren't just guests. <laughs> this is a crossover episode. Get the best yeah, of yeah, both yeah. worlds. Yeah. So we, I figured this would be, uh, perfect taste, uh, yeah, it's, uh, ooh, let's just get right to it. It's called Crybaby Lane. It's a movie that was from Nickelodeon in the year 2000. They aired it one time, and then, uh, seemingly, it was bad. But the director, when he was asked about it, uh, it was finally rediscovered in August 2011. Uh, and uploaded to Reddit. Uh, so no one really necessarily, like, unless you saw it, you didn't know if this movie existed, uh, which is sort of has that Candle Cove vibe to it. Like, oh man, I used to, I watched this thing when I was a kid, but I have no way of confirming if it was real or it was very spooky. That's all I remember about it. 
Uh, yeah, and of course, kids always think stuff is spookier than it really is. So they saw something like this, and were just like, "Oh my god!" Deeply, I thought this was plenty spooky. I thought there were some spooky yeah. moments. Yeah, I thought spooky it was the most spooky. spooky that Frank Langella was in it. Considering I thought he was a little bit more famous than that. They originally wanted to cast Tom Waits in that. Yeah, exactly. Tom Waits? Yep, the director wanted Tom Waits, and Nickelodeon was like, no, we need the star power of Frank Langella. (laughs) (laughs) Also, oh my god, can cars please stop going past? Oh my god. The largest, loudest cars in the world. Okay. Uh, yeah. So let's just uh, let's just go through the plot and we'll talk about some of the the spooky things that happen in this movie. Uh, oh, I got a sum up if you want me to. Yeah, summary. absolutely. Go for it. Crybaby Lane is about a pair of brothers unleashing an evil spirit upon their unsuspecting town, which possesses everyone it comes in contact with. They must do their best to right this wrong and save the town from self destruction. Yep, that's perfect. Is that what it was about? I mean, I kind of got, I was like halfway, like at work, I was listening to it and trying to piece together what was actually happening. And mostly I just got that like a mother discourages her sons from hanging out with an undertaker, which seems reasonable. Somebody gets horrifically possessed. There's a small child who really likes Lord of the Rings and then it all ends. Like that's all I really got. Oh yeah, there's like a whole gang of tween girls that get possessed by the ghost of a baby uh and then go around fucking stuff up yeah and what is chi chi uh what is chi chi i'm pretty sure that means getting beaten up by a giant girl scout but i don't know why yeah is her name chi chi her name was becky because he said becky when she walked up and it's like is becky uh, like is chi chi a nickname for becky or is it just the act of becky beating you up is chi chi because that's all you can say when you're getting beat up maybe oh chi chi no (laughs) is that uh (laughs) That's a That's a I mean an exclamation of pain. Chi-chi. That is no <laughs> that is no more of a stretch than anything that's actually in this movie uh which is all very tenuous. It's like okay, uh, if you do a fake séance over uh well no I guess there's the actual Yeah, it wasn't the Yeah, the actual reason uh why the why the spirit of this evil baby, which I think might have not been a baby, I think it might have been like grown up a little bit uh cuz they find at the end a skeleton uh and it's like an adult skeleton. <laughs> It's like not a baby. Oh. It's not baby bones. So, uh, also, how could a baby? Is it supposed be to be like a tween? I think it was supposed to be like their age. Yeah, I guess so. Okay, but then you can still cry like a little kid when you're that age. So it's because the whole deal is like one of the ghosts cries a lot, and then the other one is like I'm evil. Oh, so we should probably discuss. So the uh, whole idea of this evil spirit is that there were conjoined twins, and a farmer was ashamed of them, and then they realized so, um, they like locked it up in a room forever. But then they realized, oh no, one of the twins is evil and one of them is good. That's horrible. And then they died because of a disease. Then they sawed them in half and then put the different parts in like different graves. The evil twin was supposed to be buried in a field in the middle of nowhere. And the good twin was buried in the cemetery with all the other good ghosts. But jokes on us, they mixed premise. it up. Like, what a weird, bizarre thing. Like, uh, like you know, there's the a little voiceover at the beginning explaining the whole thing. Yeah. And I was definitely like, 
listening to it being like, I did not anticipate that it was going to be sawed conjoined twins that were going to be the ghosts of this Nick movie. <laughs> the imagery they used. You didn't get to see any of that because you were listening like a yeah. weirdo. But uh, there was a bunch of like saw imagery and like broken babies and stuff like that. I mean, baby what? Bro- what? Broken baby like, dolls. Broken baby like, dolls. The twin Thank was you. evil. I was here. Broken baby doll stuff. But uh, yeah, it was very creepy. And I could definitely see how anyone would be like, oh, no, I can't have also, my child watching yeah. this. It got so specific. They were like, oh, yeah, it's a disease of the liver that killed yeah. them. Yeah, that seemed almost like the writer read a news story about that being a thing that killed conjoined twins and being like, ah, I've got the premise. It's so so weird. That makes sense. The original conjoined twins, like the original Siamese twins, uh, there's a thing where one of them died and then the other one had to like drag the corpse around for a bit. Is that real? That was real. That seems real. You would know that. very shortly after because you're attached to a dead body. So it doesn't take long for that. But like you have to still sit there with half of you being a corpse. I think they I think anyway, they might have been like little... circus folk or something too and I feel like there's not a, yeah. a lot of great healthcare in the circus industry uh, at the turn of the nope, probably was <laughs> yeah. a disease of the liver. <laughs> Uh, it's, yeah, so there's that whole incredibly dark premise. We get Frank Langella and this nice 50s style, uh, title, uh, screen that says Crybaby Lane. And then he's like, oh, these babies or teenagers died. It was horrible. Uh, and then instead of, he doesn't finish the story because for some reason the main character's, uh, mom thinks he's like some sort of creepy sex pervert and is like, kids, you can't hang out with that incredibly nice undertaker who's super friendly all the time to everyone and not creepy. I assume it's that he keeps telling them stories like this. Uh, yeah. Wait, isn't it that he Please did something horrific at her mother's funeral, right? Was yeah, it wasn't yeah. it implied that he did some horrible thing? Mm, yeah, I, it was. I think it was that it was a closed casket casket funeral because he was just like there wasn't much I could do to reconstruct. So, oh, was it just that it was a closed casket funeral? I thought he maybe reconstructed her in some like horrific and, and embarrassing way or something. That might also be it. It could have just looked bad because there is a why part did later we never on. learn that information? Well, there was a part later on where he was just like, oh, "I'm better than animals." <laughs> Yeah, and so. the horrifying throwaway joke line near the end where his assistant is like, ooh, tell him about that guy we embalmed who wasn't actually dead yet. Like, what? He would be dead after you did that. <laughs> like, that would kill That would yeah. kill him. He'd be dead oh, after Jesus. that. Yeah, you put embalming fluid in him. He ain't going to bounce back from that. <laughs> uh, so this movie is full of, like... I totally missed that. That's horrific. Yeah, it's, like, not even there. It's just like, oh, ho, ho. It's just like, ha, st- The stories like, of oh, an undertaker. Uh, so the ghost possesses these worms, and the worms touch the tweens, and then the tweens act like total dicks. Uh, and that's oh, the extent to which... Oh, that explains why yeah. the worms... Uh, there was also a lot of worm imagery. And, like, it really works pretty well. Like, you can see if this were a horror movie for adults, there would have been maybe, like, one prank that went too far, and then they would have skipped straight to, like, murder. Uh, but yeah. because it's for kids, the, like, worst we get is the possessed, like, policeman crashes his car into their car. Uh, yeah, though, when there is a part where, before this kid knows that his brother is possessed, his brother's like, oh my god, come here, you gotta come to this barn with me, and then kind of locks him 
in this cattle run, I guess is what they're called. Oh, yeah. And then first, just people are throwing vegetables at him, and he's half naked because he fell in mud <laughs> and then took off his clothes. And so he's like, I'm humiliated because all the tween girls saw me naked. Oh, that weren't mud. Vegetables. But then... That were cow mess. Then a cow... Oh, that was cow mess? I thought it was, like, gross onions. Uh, I assumed because it well, was uh, wet mud on a farm that that was where the animals pooped. Oh. Oh, yes, I see. I see, yes. But uh, then the brother releases a cow into this run. Not even a cow, it's a bull, and it's ready to kill somebody, and then comes down this run and is a giant animal with huge sharp horns and is gonna just kill this kid until, like, somebody rescues him. Yeah, he gets rescued by a farmhand, but he, yeah, I... I guess I forgot about that. Like he that, was about he to was get about gored. To die. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I guess the, uh, this ghost isn't particularly effective, but yeah, it does. Uh, I guess we should probably talk about the at the end when we hit the uh, when we hit the the actual ghosty ghost. Uh, the main character Andrew, who is a total crybaby, uh, ha- like the title. I get it. I get uh, it. He gets sucked underground into the grave of uh, what turns out to be the evil twin because they accidentally switched them. Frank Langella accidentally switched... He's the one who cut them apart, and he accidentally... He's a yeah. really bad Frank Langella? Yep. Wow, you missed a lot. Oh my god, I totally missed all of this! <laughs> I did, though. I did see the, like... Monster twin in the grave, I'm pretty sure. He's very... Frank Langella's character in this is very, like, uh, aloof the entire time, so even while he's delivering the big twist, like, oh, yeah, I cut them apart. It was me. Uh, oh, by the way, the graves were switched, the good one got buried in the dirt, and the bad one was that grave where he releases ghosts. Uh, anyway, go like, and deal with that. Like, if you know that. that, why would you go through the entire act of burying someone and then be like, ah, oh, whoopsie-daisy. <laughs> Well, let's just leave him. Yeah, like, how did, how would he figure it out? Like, like. Yeah, after he'd already buried them. You'd think that during burying, you'd figure it out and be like, oh, well, we better stop. Instead of just being like, eh, just do it anyway. I I guess maybe they would have buried the, like, good one, and then while they were burying the bad one in the ditch, be like, oh, the scar is on the wrong side. Whoops. Uh, mm, well, I'm not gonna go. Or the gigantic gaping hole. Yeah. They were dead first. Yeah, like, I'm not gonna go undo the uh, the real burial. I'm just gonna pretend this didn't happen. So, Franklin Jella did it the whole time. Uh, sort of. Was he, like, the bad guy or was it just, like, an accident and he was just like, eh, you know. Yeah, just it was accident. just he an was accident. Kind of just a bad undertaker. Yeah, he's, like, <laughs> okay. the world's crummiest undertaker to the point where... Yeah, he sounds pretty terrible. Tales. Uh, it, like... He, so, wait, cool so, so the with. little kid gets sucked down into the scary grave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and the ghost has possessed, like, his older brother and is, like, eating worms and stuff. I thought that's stuff. what happened. Uh, and then he's, uh, he defeats him by pulling the... The root of the vine out of the heart of the corpse of the actual. Wow, yeah, that well-known way of stopping ghosts from happening. Yeah, Frank Langella was like, a a vine grows from the heart of an evil being, and you when you break the vine on the surface, it lets their evil soul escape. So you have to pull the vine from the corpse. Like, what mythology is this? Yeah, that (laughs) checks out. That checks out. (laughs) That did come from the. Full of wisdom, grave digger. Who I liked. That I liked the was grave digger. Oh, yeah, was my favorite part. character. Uh, I actually kind of liked Jim Gaffigan as the upset. Um... <gasps> that was Jim yeah. Gaffigan. Oh my god! I was like, wait a minute. I was like, well, I didn't. I, I didn't want to pay Gaffigan. extra for all this stuff at the funeral. 
<laughs> and then he just leaves. That's his whole role, is to be mad <laughs> at Frank Langella and then peace out. Oh, poor Frank Langella. He's having such a rough time getting people to pay for funerals. And <laughs> well, maybe he shouldn't marry people so shitty. Yeah, that's well, fair. Well, he does his best. He just wants to do taxidermy, but clearly that doesn't pay enough for him to pay his bills. Is that true? Because that his, like, sounds like your like, life story. <laughs> uh, maybe I do sympathize quite a bit with a person who wants to... Uh, All you want to do look. is do quiet taxidermy in a room by yourself. Okay, hold on. Is that real? Abby, do you actually do taxidermy? No, I'm terrible oh, at that. Okay. I just keep skulls. Oh, but okay. I How would do you know like that you're put, terrible at it? Because it's a lot. I'm not a great sculpturist. You haven't tried you basically, it. Basically... Yeah, I haven't tried it. Cause well, how expensive. do you know that? Okay, well, I guess I'll try first. I mean, it's not that expensive. You just need some sawdust and a big rock, and you go find a squirrel, right? Huh. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Uh, that's probably not the best. I applied to Harvard. Or I had a friend who processed Harvard applications, and somebody once sent in, in order to like stand out, their home taxidermy project, oh. and it was a squirrel. Oh, no. Oh, it shit. was apparently like botched horribly, so it was really just like a squirrel corpse. Oh, oh, geez. Yeah, we've got our very own creepypasta we'll inside of this episode of Creepypasta. Oh, uh, <laughs> audience, please don't murder squirrels and stuff them and mail them to people. That's a bad idea. I mean, unless it's your job. If you have to tell someone that, it's too late. Uh, yeah, that's true. Uh, I don't know. Maybe we have a taxidermist who listens to the show. It takes all kinds. <laughs> if it's your job, <laughs> good. It's great. Uh, if it's not your job, um, don't do it. It's not a good hobby. If it's so not your something, job, have so a good something time. we do on our show is we do highs and lows. Yeah. And I would be interested to hear your highs and lows, Jeff, for Crybaby Lane. Yeah, I was actually uh, just going to transition into that, so thank you. Oh, uh, really? Yep. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, I, I, stu- I stepped on your toes. No, that's fine. Uh, I think uh, a high point I'm going to give to Frank Langella for his comedic timing. Uh, even though I think the movie would have been way spookier if Tom Waits had played that part like the director wanted, uh, I just kind of liked... Frank Langella seems like he's having a good time spending this like two weeks in New Jersey filming this children's movie. <laughs> uh, what, what about you, Abby? What was a high point for you? High point for me was there is this one moment where this tiny little kid, Paul, is like possessed, but he thinks that he's now on a quest to go get the ring from the Hobbit or whatever. Yeah. You know, all that Lord of the Rings shit. So, uh, <laughs> Frank Langella is like trying to do some shit and then it's just hit on the back with a fake sword and he's like, what? And then the kid is like, ah, I'm after the ring. It just like quotes parts of the Fellowship of the Ring and while hitting this guy with a sword and it's the cutest shit. I love yeah, that. that was I high. especially liked that because this was before the Lord of the Rings movies came out. So that kid is like an so extra it was still nerd. really nerdy. Yeah. Yeah. Aww. So cute. Maddie, what about you? What's a high point? Um, let's see. So I couldn't see most of the movie, but I did switch <laughs> over to get a good look at Chi Chi to see what the heck was about to happen. Um, I think probably that moment was maybe the most surreal, but I also really loved the Grave Digger who was like, I think Tom Waits should have played that role. That would have been perfect. Oh my God, he yeah. was just like bizarre and weird and kept on like saying, oh, you know, well, if I like do this thing, then I have to like go get gas to fill the thing. And then I have to get paid so I can get the gas and like never did anything. I love him. He's got that hobo chic too, <laughs> sleeping in the front of a, one of those big digger machines. Yeah, that's, that's, that's pretty uh, excellent as far as uh, 
aesthetics go for a grave person in any way. Like sleep sleep in the grave equipment. And like the assistant sleeps on on one of the beds covered in a sheet and like scares yes. the kid. Oh, oh, I love so that good. assistant. Um I love him so much. Uh but I guess the we should get into low points because there's a bunch of them. Uh I'll start uh with my low point is just <laughs> overall it's it's just crummy. It feels cheap <laughs> and all the kid actors are really bad except for the older brother. He's all right, especially at the end when he's like possessed and eating worms. That's pretty good. But like the main kid who you're supposed <laughs> to like is just a shrieking nightmare and I hate him. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I hated the older brother. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, he was a real jerk. I mean, he was a fucker. Yeah. So that is probably why. <laughs> I probably just hated the character, not so much the actor. Uh, see, I'm an older brother, and you are a younger sister, so I think that that plays into our I am also opinions. an older sister, though. Oh, no, there's a third one. Of a I younger brother. That. Ooh. Yes. <laughs> our mysterious young brother. <laughs> the third Howard sibling, him, who we sure. don't talk about. We really should. We are not estranged from him. Yeah, you've got to have him on your show, but then I guess then it wouldn't be sister time. Well, he was one time, and then we talked over him a lot, because apparently that's what we do in life. I didn't realize that <laughs> until recently, but he's like, yeah, you've been interrupting me my whole life. And I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> Whoops. Whoopsie dipsy. All right, Maddie, what's your, what's your his place. Point? Let's see. Yeah, I mean, hmm, 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 hmm. There, there. You're right that there is kind of a harvest of low points to choose from, but uh, yeah. So I wonder if maybe there's like a another layer of low point. Like it's not just like yeah, the whole thing is like you know low grade, bad, ugly. I wonder if there's like something that's like extraordinarily terrible. Uh, maybe the fact that it was rediscovered instead of being a creepy legend about a banned movie. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's the like you think it would be better as just a creepy point. legend yeah yeah because oh god there was a creepy pasta that i thought i thought you were talking about the creepy pasta yeah. and not this movie so i was just like oh no i can't do this but oh it's bad it's like you know squidward suicide kind of deal yeah it's pretty i know dumb. maddie's not very familiar with that stuff but it's like you know a sort of oh it's so much darker than you thought it would be the producers went nuts and they love gore and killing people and it's like no that's not what this movie does the person behind this movie did not think that gore was amazing and then the twins should eat each other that's yeah. dumb anyway so yeah that's I what happens when you, it gets rediscovered guys that when i first heard the premise of this i i'm old ish i'm on the old side for a millennial i had no idea you're a what, year old you're like two years older than me yeah i had no idea what creepypasta was um and i thought i legitimately thought that it was like a weird spooky cooking show <laughs> um but now i have become acquainted with what they are and i'm still confused actually so it's it's things that people post to reddit that are so- are somehow spooky, but they're not true. They're scary stories. Yeah, scary yeah. Stories. Uh, yeah. The it, it's derived from the term copy pasta from uh, the sort of successor to email forwards that your older relatives uh, or school friends would send. That was like forward this to ten friends because there was a girl murdered, and if you don't forward it, she'll haunt you. Uh, it was like okay. This it, it was that type of thing. Uh, but the successor was like posting creepy stories like that on uh, 4chan or something awful. So uh, Uh copy-pasted stories became copypasta, and the creepy versions became creepypasta. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I feel illuminated now. See, I should have defined it up top. I didn't realize... Uh, yeah, it's, uh, mm, 
it's I, I can't just cover creepypasta on this because a lot of them are d- dumb and bad. Uh, oh, so, they sure yep, are. Which is why I've kind of dipped into. Uh, I just recorded two episodes about uh, one was about a, a Junji Ito comic, and the other was about uh, an Emily Carroll comic. Uh, I've done episodes about video games. I think this is our first movie, though, so that's good. If you could call it a movie. Movie seems generous, honestly. Yeah, it's oh. it's 70 minutes long, and it's got, uh, it's, the whole soundtrack sounds like the Goosebumps TV show theme song. Like, if you couldn't afford the real one and just hired a musician to do a sound-alike. Yeah, like a MIDI version. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the whole thing's crummy. Uh, I don't like it. Uh, now what we usually do here is... <laughs> but would you show it to your kids? Do you think you'd show it to your kids? Mm, I'd let them hear about it on the internet, and then if they asked me, I'd show them. Uh, just so that they would know it's not actually, yeah. like, this mythical, scary yeah. movie that scarred children for life. Nah, the kids are- Like, I got the impression that it's more like a forgotten film than, like, a banned film. And that's what it was. Yep. Like, uh-huh. Nick forgot about it. <laughs> and that's why they didn't show it again. They're like, well, no one cares. So. Yeah, I get the impression that the the like uh, lore that that kids will ask about will be like, uh, "Daddy, Daddy, tell me about the video game PT. What was that? Oh, oh, because <laughs> that well, that's a that is lost forever. You can't play it anymore, mm-hmm. uh, and it's the scariest thing in the world. <laughs> yeah, that's the good stuff they should ask about. Yep. Uh, so I think we, we pretty much nailed it here. Um, we usually do spookiest <laughs> parts at the end, but I think we covered it, uh, with the high parts. Cool. Uh, but we'll, uh, is there anything, uh, you want to plug, Abby? Uh, read my great webcomic, The Last Halloween. Yep, I, I just backed book two <laughs> on Kickstarter, I'm excited. Or book, book uh, one? I forget. Yeah, it's book yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I backed that on Kickstarter. Headed into book two. Uh, Maddie, how about you? I'd like to plug that nobody buy my sister's stupid book. It's stupid. <laughs> now you gotta, despite my horrible sister. I'm not horrible. You're horrible. You're the horrible one. Just nobody knows. <laughs> it's true. I put on a great public face. You don't know who I'm I am. I'm trying to tell the, the world the truth. I'm a truther. An Abby Maddie. Howard truther. Maddie's a liar. Don't listen to her. I'm s- I have more Twitter followers than I'm her. Switzerland in this war. <laughs> As usual, you can find me on Twitter at J3FK. You can find this show and my innumerable other podcasts at weaponizedlanguage.com or the alternative funner to type URL, funtimes.online. Uh, you can go to patreon.com slash jeffjk if you would like to hear me reading the stories we've covered on the show, because that's not what I do on the main show. You gotta give me money for that. Uh, and <laughs> that's all we have to say. I usually give a nice line at the end as a close-off. Okay, wait. Uh, I forgot to plug, listen to the Sister Child podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do that. <laughs> find it somewhere, probably. Okay. iTunes, Google Play. Uh, yeah, yeah. I usually do... Uh, not that one. Well, no, no not google play not yet i didn't know about that well, yeah 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 they just <laughs> launched it sweet uh so i i usually find a spooky line as a close off uh wikipedia tells me that the movie has an alternate title which i'm gonna go with someone wants to meet you
Whoa. That's our show. That's a nice title. Someone wants to meet you? That's a terrible alternate title. Crybaby Lane is way better. Who is the person who wants to meet who? Uh, I guess it's the the, the demon wants to meet you. The ghost. So that then the baby can be hang out with you.